Even though he was only 14 years old, Stevie Thomas considered himself a veteran of sports victory celebrations. He had been to the Final Four, the Super Bowl, the NBA Finals, and the U.S. Open in both tennis and golf. He had seen remarkable endings, miracle shots, and improbable last-second heroics. But he hadn't seen anything quite like this. He was standing just outside the first-base dugout inside Nationals Park, the home stadium for the Washington Nationals, and even though the game had been over for several minutes, the noise was still so loud he couldn't hear anything Susan Carroll Anderson was shouting in his ear. Mets! Clubhouse! Press box! He managed to make out over the den. Since she was starting to pick her way through the celebrating nationals and the media swarm surrounding them, he guessed that she had told him that she was going to make her way to the clubhouse of the New York Mets and then meet him back at the press box. She was taking the harder job, talking to the players on a team that had just suffered a shocking defeat. His job was easier, talking to the winners. The ending of the game had been stunning. With the National League Championship Series tied at three games all, both teams had sent their star pitchers out to pitch Game 7. Johan Santana for the Mets, John Lannan for the Nationals. Both had pitched superbly, and the game had gone to the ninth inning tied at 1-1. Nationals manager Manny Acta brought Joel Hanrahan, his closer, in to pitch the ninth, a bold move in a tie game. It seemed to have backfired when Carlos Beltran hit a two-out, two-run home run to give the Mets a 3-1 lead. In came the Mets' closer, Francisco K-Rod Rodriguez, to get the last three outs needed to give the Mets the pennant. He got two quick outs, and it wasn't looking good for the Nats when shortstop Christian Guzman hit a weak ground ball. But somehow, Mets all-star shortstop Jose Reyes booted it, allowing Guzman to make it safely to first base. Clearly upset and distracted by the error, Rodriguez then walked Ronnie Belliard, bringing Ryan Zimmerman, the Nationals' best hitter, to the plate. Guzman began dancing off second base, stretching his lead each time Rodriguez looked at him. Second baseman Luis Castillo kept flashing toward the bag, as if expecting a pickoff throw from Rodriguez. Sitting in the auxiliary press box, Stevie was wearing headphones that allowed him to hear the Fox telecast. Rodriguez and Castillo need to forget about Guzman, he heard Tim McCarver say. Right now, K-Rod has one job, and that's to get Zimmerman out. But if the Nats double steal, the tying runs would both be in scoring position play-by-play, man, Joe Buck said. True, McCarver said. But I'm telling you, there is no way Guzman is risking making the last out of the season trying to steal third. He's not that much of a base dealer to begin with. Rodriguez finally focused on the plate and threw a 97-mile-per-hour fastball that Zimmerman just watched go by for strike one. Again, Guzman danced off second base. This time, Rodriguez whirled and did make a pickoff throw as Castillo darted in to take it. Guzman dove back in safely. That tells me Guzman has gotten inside K-Rod's head, McCarver said. You don't risk a pickoff throw in this situation. The only man in the ballpark he should care about right now is Zimmerman. Rodriguez threw another fastball, and Zimmerman fouled it straight back to the screen. That one was 97 too, Buck said. He doesn't seem too distracted. Zimmerman was about two inches from crushing that ball, McCarver said. You see a batter foul a fastball straight back like that, it means he just missed it. Rodriguez came to a set position again. Guzman was off the bag once more, and Rodriguez stepped off the rubber. 
Everyone relaxed for a moment. Zimmerman has to look for a fastball here, doesn't he, Buck said? Absolutely. Rodriguez said again, check Guzman one more time and through. Stevie glanced at the spot on the scoreboard that showed pitch speed and saw 98. Rodriguez had thrown a fastball, and Zimmerman had in fact been looking fastball. This time, he didn't miss it. He got it. He got all of it. The ball rose majestically into the air and sailed in the direction of the left field fence. Mets left fielder Daniel Murphy never moved. The ball sailed way over the fence, deep into the night, and complete bedlam broke out in every corner of the stadium. The Nationals had won the game 4-3 and the series 4-3. Shockingly, they were going to the World Series.